Welcome to Radiant Church Podcast. We want Jesus to be the message in everything we do. We are those who look to him. Now, here's David Perkins. Father, we love you, and I just thank you for what you're doing. I thank you for the men and women in this family, Lord Jesus, called Radiant Church, that love you and are committed to you and are disciples of you. And God, even as we were singing that song about being our vision, God, we just ask on Vision Sunday, would you be our vision? Would, would to know Jesus and to, to be like Jesus and to help be the light of Jesus, to radiate who Jesus is to our city and our nation and our world, would that be our vision? Would you, Jesus, be right at the center as we go into this new year? God, we love you and we honor you. And everybody said, amen. amen. I love this old story, uh, the old story of, you probably heard it, but it's the story of the guy who walked up to three men who were working and he said to the first one, he said, what are you doing? And the guy said, I'm laying bricks. And the second one said, well, I'm building a wall. The third one said, I'm building a cathedral for the glory of God. And I, I love that story because in it, you see the vision in the heart of three different people that are essentially doing the mundane work of the same thing. One's viewpoint is I'm laying bricks and it's just about laying the bricks. One's is, well, I'm building the wall. And one's is, here's the why, the glory of God. And what I'm doing is I'm building a cathedral for him. And as we go into 2017, I want us to have a grand vision a vision for things that we do consistently, systematically, over and over again, that feels like sometimes it's monotonous, like just laying bricks, but to get the why behind why we do what we do. So you might be here today and hear, okay, this church, wow, they're all about worshiping Jesus on Sunday mornings and doing small groups and connecting people to their calling and then having people serve and fulfill their destiny and, and on a dream team, and, and that's just what they do. And though that is what we do, but we've got a why behind what we do. We've got a vision behind what we do because ultimately at the core, we want to see Jesus build a great church here in Kansas City. And we want to have our eyes fixed on Jesus. And I want you to lock in with that. I want you, as we go into 2017, not to be just kind of fascinated by here's some of the big events that we're going to do, but to really get the why behind the what to really get, man, Jesus at the center and some of the, some of the logic, some of the reasons as to why we do what we do. Because I think in that old story, which I've heard since I was a kid, that story of same guy looking at bricks, wall, one sees cathedral. If you see the cathedral, if you see where this thing's going, man, then you're motivated to work harder, work longer, serve happier and do it and just enjoy it. And I, this is why I pray. This is why I fast. This is why I study the scripture. This is why I do relationships. And so my hope is that we would lock in with big vision. You guys know this proverb. It's, it's one of the, the most popular verses, but let's hit it hard today with this idea where there is no vision, the people perish or where there is no revelation, People throw off restraint, or I like the way the message says it. It says, if people can't see what God is doing, they stumble all over themselves. If you can't see what God is doing, if it just feels like life is just kind of random, then we kind of stumble all over ourselves. But when they attend to what he reveals, they are most blessed. And so my prayer is that we would go into this year and that we would be a church that's got big vision on a couple levels. My invitation is that maybe God 
today, even in these few moments that we have together, would give you an idea, a vision specifically for something that God wants to do in your life in 2017. But then as a church family, some of the things that God wants to do in 2017 with us as a church, some of the things that are in God's heart for our year. And so when I think about this, I see vision coming from the heart of Jesus in Matthew 16. It's one of my favorite texts. It's this moment where you can imagine the disciples, there's 12 of them, only 12, and they're sitting around a fire probably. The text tells us they're in Caesarea Philippi and they have this conversation with Jesus. And I just want you to hear this. All right, when Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say that the son of man is? They replied, some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others, Jeremiah, one of the prophets. But what about you, he asked, who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter answered, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus replied, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by, my, by man, but by my father in heaven. And I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. All right? One more time, I'm gonna read the last verse in the message. I just want you to hear the, the way that Jesus says it. He says, you are Peter, a rock. This is the rock on which I will put together my church, a church so expansive with energy that not even the gates of hell will be able to keep it out. So here's Jesus hanging out with 12. He's got a vision. He can see something. He can see a church and he's talking in language where the gates of hell won't be able to keep the church down and he can see something. He's got something that, man, you you're to ask Andrew and Philip and Thomas. And my bet is there they are. They're following the rabbi from Galilee and they're not able to quite see what he sees yet because it's only moments later that, man, they're running away. And Peter's saying, I, I tell you, I don't know him. And, but Jesus had this vision. And right here in Matthew 16, Jesus has this phrase, I will build my church. And he sees something. He sees his church. You and I know if we were to kind of look 2,000 years later and blink and look at what the church is doing across the globe and local churches all over the planet and all the people that have given their lives to Jesus over the last 2,000 years and all the things done in the name of Jesus, man, it's a pretty expansive, impressive, amazing church that Jesus has been building for the last couple thousand years. And so if you go and you visit, you know, you go hang out in Jerusalem and you go see the way that Jesus, good news of his church spread all over the globe and the way that his story has changed your life and people that you know and our country and countries around the world. Man, this, this church that Jesus could see, this vision that he had when he said, I will build my church, big vision, and he could see it. And our dream is that we would be a part of the Jesus vision, the Jesus church that is happening for the last 2000 years and all over the world. And, and my hope and my prayer is that we would jump in with his vision, that we'd be all in with what Jesus is doing. We'd be faithful to be a Jesus church. And my prayer is that you would get a vision. This is what it means for me in 2017. And this is what it means for me, even a part of being Radiant Church, and that you would just take a step, that you would just, I'm not saying that, you know, like every, all kinds of change is, is incremental. And I want to invite you not on, to, on New Year's Day for me to say, do this and everything changes. 
but for you to start thinking, all right, <clears throat> the way that we build the cathedral is brick by brick, staying steady, being faithful. And so if you want to see someone who really knows God, which is our core value, typically it's someone who has taken time to be with God every day. I mean, you, you, miss, you might miss days, but they've got a vision in their heart that says, man, here, everybody else has a vision for my life. I mean, every, every company has a vision for you to spend your money on their product. Or, I mean, everywhere you look, other people will have a vision for your life. And so if you don't have a vision for your life, other people are going to try to give you vision. But if you have this vision that says, here's, here's, here's at my core, man, at my core, I'm committed. I, one of the things I can't live without, one of the things that's a resolution, a determination, a vision in my journey is, as for me, man, I'm going to know God. My prayer is, is really these four things for 2017, that you would have a vision. I'm gonna, this year, I'm going to know God. I'm going to spend time with God. I'm going to know him. I'm going I'm to find freedom. Freedom comes in the context of this in relationships. I'm going to be a disciple of Jesus. I'm going to connect with other people, and they're going to help me walk in relationship. Our temptation is to, to live in isolation, do life alone. But when you sit in a small group at Starbucks, when you have conversation and you invite people into your life and you start to have questions about, all right, we sang that song, Be Thou My Vision. And I look at other, I'm 40. I look at other 40-year-old men and I say, what does that mean for you to have Jesus be your vision? They're looking back at me and they're saying, what does it mean for you? What, and how are you applying that? And how are you doing that? And, and what's going on in relationships? Man, that's where you start to kind of chisel away and actually do some of the work. And my dream is for you and for us is that we would discover our purpose. Like what did God put you on the planet to do? What's the thing that when you do that, you feel God's pleasure and you know that you're wired to do that. And so then you make a difference because you go, okay, this, I'm gonna know God. I'm gonna do relationships. I'm gonna discover what God's called me to do. And I've got life when I make a difference in the life of other people. That's, that's the vision. That's the dream. And when people do that, when you start to kind of do those four steps, those four ideas, I believe transformation takes place. And so my prayer is that we would develop some habits, that we would have a vision and that we would develop some habits. Some are daily, some are weekly, but that we're doing these habits and we kind of slowly build this cathedral. It's kind of like this, you, 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 won't, you won't change in a day, but if you'll do the same thing every day over time, your life will change. And so if you, we, we become what we systematically do. And so if, if you habitually start spending time with God every day and connecting in relationships and opening yourself up, man, and then you start to discover what God's called you to do and serve and help people. Maybe you want to help the poor. Maybe you want to help evangelism around the world. Maybe you want to come in and serve in some capacity. Over time, over time, your life starts to look a lot like a disciple of Jesus. And so my, my prayer is that we'll get some of that, that we'll, we'll say, okay, what are the most important things? What's the things, and uh, man, this, uh, all the people kind of running sports, they've got a vision for my life. And everybody over here, they've got a vision for me to watch their television program and this guy's got vision for me to spend my time or my money on that thing and it's this precious resource that you have and it's, I just wanna invite you to this year, go, okay, God, 
What are you inviting me to do? And even when I talk about vision for Radiant, my, my goal is not to say, this is our vision and this is what I want you to do. My goal is to say, this is what God's called us to do. I want you to pray and ask God and he'll tell you what you're supposed to do. What's, what's, what, how, what is God, what is he calling you to do? What's he inviting you to? I love the D.L. Moody quote where he, who's a famous evangelist who, by the way, a little bit of trivia that I learned this week, his last message he ever gave D.L. Moody was here in Kansas City. There you go, something you didn't know unless you're brilliant. Um, but he said this, he said, our greatest fear should not be a failure, but of succeeding at something that really doesn't matter. Now, I don't know about you, but as for me, I've got voices all the time telling me to succeed at things that at the end of the day, they don't really matter. And so I just wanna invite you to ask that question this morning, what really matters? Like what lasts forever? What's, what can I invest 2017, my days? What can I invest in to make a difference? And I just believe, I believe the most important one, if you, even if you don't get the other three, man, the best one is that number one. If you can just go, I'm gonna, in 2017, I got a vision. I got a vision for my own life. I want to know, it's what Paul said in Philippians 3.10, I want to know Christ, that's it. That's right at the center. My, my hope is that, that we would get that. As a church, we're committed to that. And one of the places where we commit to that is here on Sunday morning, every single week. Man, we're, we're inviting people to make a decision to follow Jesus. And my prayer, vision for Radiant Church is that this year, hundreds of people would come to know Jesus. As a result of Radiant Church existing in the fall of 2016, people have come to know Jesus. My prayer is that it would just escalate like crazy in 2017. That people here every single Sunday, imagine with me if every single Sunday, I mean every Sunday, every Sunday, every service, people were coming to know Jesus. People who were far from God were saying, hey, Jesus has chased me down. I surrender my life. I wanna follow Jesus, that's a dream, that's a vision, that's my hope. And then my hope is that, that you would have this resolution, as for me, I want to know him, I wanna be close to him. I believe heaven and hell are realities and that God has called us to be a radiant light in this city. And that a part of what God's called us to do is to leave what is comfortable, to go out and after those who are far from God. And what's comfortable is to stay close to doing your regular routine. But I believe a part of what God's called us to be as Radiant Church is that we're gonna get out of what's comfortable and intentionally be with people and develop relationship with people that are far from God. And then my hope is that we would then Man, develop real relationships and we're not trying to trick anybody. There's no gimmicks, it's just this. I wanna do this the Jesus way and Jesus seemed to hang out with people who were broken and we would hang out with the broken and then this would be a place where the life of God, whether it's Sean Foy with his curly long permed blonde hair coming in, you know, worshiping God or if it's some guy that's, if it's Cam, you know, flipping his hair, all worship leaders flip their hair. Uh, but no matter who the worship leader is, no matter what, but what, who's preaching, what, doesn't matter. But you come into this environment and people encounter Jesus. My hope is that people encounter God here. And my hope is that you have a vision. Man, I'm gonna know God. And you know what? I'm gonna help other people come to know God. Man, get that in 2017. And 
it rearranges hobbies. <laughs> I like hobbies. I think it's great. But I believe we live in a culture that tells you, hey, in order for you to be relevant, you got to know the TV shows, you got to know sports, you got to know the stock market, you got to know everything that's happening in culture, you got to wear this, you got to buy this, you got to have a clue. And what I'm telling you is to ask the question, what really matters in 2017? And then lock in on that, lock in your time on that. I'm going to be about, I'm not going to be a 10 at things that don't matter. I'm going to be a 10 at the things that last forever. As for me, I got a vision. I'm going to know God. You got that in you. Man, I'm going to know God this year. 2017, I'm going to, man, I'm going to, I know I, he has saved me. He's, he's, he's redeemed me. And I want to be as close as I can possibly be in 2017. And so then you make a decision. Okay, that's, that means that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take time. And there is your time that feels like, man, if I didn't spend this time with God today, I could get an extra hour of sleep. Man, I could, I could know what's going on on CNN.com. I could know the news a little bit better. Man, I, you know, I could make this phone call and I could, I could fix some business thing. I could, might be able to make a little bit extra money. I, all those other things. But instead you go, I'm going to take time just like Jesus did. Jesus was always getting alone to be with his father. And you would say, no, as for, I'm building a cathedral. When I stand before Jesus, I want to have known him. And my prayer is that you would finish 2017 and that you would say, as for the end of this year, I want to be at a place where I, I'm closer to Jesus on December 31st, 2017 than I was on January 1st. And you're taking steps. I want to know at the end of this year, man, I'm gonna know God. That's my prayer for you. That's, my, that, that's, that's the vision. And then that you would help other people that are far from God come and come to know him. And so I remember for me, one of the great moments where I really fell in love with Renata, which I mean, I fell in love with Renata over and over and over and over again. Um, but when we were dating, there was this great moment where, um, you know, she was 20 and I was 20 and, you know, I wasn't quite sure. She wasn't quite sure, but we went to, uh, we went out to eat and this, uh, this young lady that we were with, we were on a double date, this young lady that we were with, she just was just rattling off the scriptures. And that girl at that time was spending hours alone with God. And she just, man, she was rattling off scriptures and she was filled with vibrance. And it was just like, it was like you had sat down with someone who was just, spirit of God was alive inside of her. And so it was a really funny moment, you know, because we're just kind of sitting there and we're just kind of listening, you know, listening. Oh, awesome, awesome, awesome. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm afraid that, you know, Renata's going to think, okay, that's kind of overwhelming. David and all his Jesus friends are like a little bit crazy. And, and we, we walked out to the car and Renata was, was like, we sat in the, in the front seat and she was just crying. And I was like, oh, no, she's going to break up with me. She finally realized I'm a basket case. I hang out with these Jesus freaks and she's going to think I'm crazy. <laughs> this is a great moment though, because instead it was the opposite. Where she looked at me and, you know, she's 20 years old and she's, you know, drop dead gorgeous and she's smart and she's happy and she looks at me and it was kind of like a, a fairy tale moment because she looks at me and she goes, I'm going to know God like that. You know, kind of a bulldog face. You know, kind of, it's like 20 year old like smart college girl, 
I'm in love with, says, I'm going to know God. I'm like, I'm done. Marry me tonight. Come on, let's go. That's, <laughs> this is awesome. But, I, but, but my hope is that we have people that we're reading and that are pushing us, that we're hanging out with. And you look at them and go, I'm going to know God like that. Man. It's like that, when, you know, when I'm around like Dick Eastman, you know, the, the guy, I've talked about him a lot, president of Everyone for Christ. And he's spending time with God all the time. And you get around him and he's just like dripping with relationship with God. And man, how, how many of us, let's, let's just have this vision this year. What happens if you go vision 2017? Jesus said in John 17, 3, he goes, this is eternal life that they might know you. And my prayer is that you go into 2017 and you go, I want Jesus' prayer for me that I would know God. Man, I want that to come to fruition. That's my prayer. My prayer is that, is that we would have that as a church and that we would do whatever it takes to see people come to know him. And so that's why we're gonna do a few things. You don't have to jump in on this if you don't want to, but one of the things that some of the leaders are gonna jump in on is we're, we're, gonna, we're gonna do the one-year Bible together and we're all just downloading the version app on our phones. Don't make fun of my phone from the 80s. I know everybody's like, oh, what iPhone is that? Sorry, yeah, old school. We're all, but we're all downloading version and that one-year Bible on there. And, and, and really in about 15 minutes a day, you can get the word of God inside of you and all of us. We're gonna just do hashtag rad365 and just, just as a church, just, just get the word of God inside of us and take our, whole, our cold heart before God and say, God, Man, I want to encounter you today through the written word. And, and so this year as Radiant Church, jump in if you want to. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna do that. We're going to all read that one-year Bible. It's kind of fun because then we're all reading the same thing together. And, and the fun thing is you can get way behind and get way caught up again. But let's, let's, let's this year, I want to invite you to jump in and, and download that app. And it's just called One Year Bible. And we'll just, just jump in. I'll put it up on the website for you so that you can see it and know exactly what it is. But I, I just have this dream that we would... That we would, just as a church, how cool would it be if we were all studying the word of God together? We're going to know God. We're going we're gonna to have the written word come alive in our hearts. And then we're doing this 21 days of prayer and fasting. And it's this intentionality that says, God, we want to know you. We want to be close to you. We don't, we don't want to become experts in things that don't matter. Man, if anything that we've got vision for is we've got a vision for our own hearts to know God. And then I want to I just encourage you this year, we're going we're gonna, to... We're going to launch small groups, and, and this is a, my whole discipleship process. Like the whole way that I feel like I, I've grown in the Lord is, is not mostly been in, in, in moments of monologue like this. I love moments like this. I mean, this is awesome. This is the highlight of my week. But I know that change happens in the context of relationships. And so my dad was committed to seeing me be a disciple of Jesus since I was a little kid. And so that meant that I would sit at a table with him every week. And where life change happened was not so much in the monologue, but in the dialogue. So sitting at a table, you know, I could sing a song or I could make a statement. But then I knew I had my dad saying, okay, what does Jesus think about that? And how are you going to apply that? Now, David, do I, <laughs> is that really true in your life? And how can you fit? And what do you think Jesus thinks about that? And it's like, uh, and all of a sudden you're starting to apply that stuff. And so that's, that's one of the things. Our dream is not to be a church with small groups. Our dream is to be a church of small groups. I mean, where, we've, where it's just like people really having relationship. When Renata and I moved to Kansas City and we started just, you know, with, with not, knowing who would be a part of this church. And we started just kind of connecting with people in coffee shops and trying to just connect with anybody that might be open to being a part of this new brand new church. 
And one of the things that was interesting to me was that over and over and over again, here was the thing that people got excited about, relationships. It wasn't they were like, oh, a new preacher's moving to town. Not enough of those in this city. Yeah. Thank God there's a new preacher. A new band? Woo! We got no music in Kansas City. Thank God we got a band coming. You know, it just, it just didn't happen. There was nobody who was like, oh, you know, <laughs> a, a church Christmas program. We got nothing to do. None of that. Here's where the eyes lit up. Man, we're lonely. We're isolated. We, we, we want to do life. We want relationships. In fact, many of the people that jumped on the launch team to move here, there was a cry in their heart that said, man, I want to be around people that by getting together with them, I hear them and they make me fall in love with Jesus more because of their example and them calling me to follow Jesus. And that's what Jesus does. Jesus, he sits with his disciples and there's these great moments where he's preaching to thousands. But man, you read through the gospels and there's all these moments, even this one in Matthew 16, where he's kind of going, okay, so, you know, I've been saying who I am. I've been telling people who I am. What do you think? You know, and when God asks you what you think, that's, that's a challenging moment, you know, like a little tense. And then Peter jumps up and he says, well, some say you're Elijah. Say you're John the Baptist. Others say Jeremiah, one of the prophets. And Jesus is going, yeah, 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 shut up. He doesn't want to. What about you? Well, who do you say? And then Peter's like, okay, I'll, I'll answer. You're the Christ, the son of the living God. And it's, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this is not revealed to you by man, but by God. And in other words, like, you're not very smart, Peter, but you got that one right. God gave you the answer, you know, like. But dialogue, conversation. So our dream as we go into the, and so is that, is that you'd get connected. You don't have to, but I'd invite you to. Do relationships well. Get connected. And some of you are like, well, maybe I want to join a small group. Some of you, it might be time to, you might want to lead a small group. And so the way that we're doing small groups this year is, is we're, our, our small groups are, we, we, wanna, we want you to group according to what your passions are what, or what your calling is. And so it's not a uniform thing where we say, Here's what we're going to do. We are all going to get together every single week in a small group, and you're going to discuss what David said on Sunday. Although if you want to do that, that's going to be the most anointed small groups. Um, but that's not what we're going to do, all right? What we want to invite you to do is we, there's really kind of two ways. There's a small group where you're saying, hey, David, I got a dream to reach the people where I work, and one of the things that, that, that we like to do is, is play basketball. I want to invite you to intentionally lead a small group call it basketball group, and I want you to play ball with those guys, and here's what your goal is. Your goal is to build relationship, call it a small group, and you're helping them take one step towards following Jesus so that we're intentionally, listen, you're going to get together with your friends anyway. The question is, will it be intentional? So our dream is, is what happens if you are intentional? Like, okay, this isn't just me hanging with the guys. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually do, I'm going to add a component where I'm going to encourage them towards Jesus. I'm going to pray with them. I'm going to do something where it's like, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a small group where I'm, where, I'm, where I'm playing ball with guys who are far from God. Maybe you're at a different place. Maybe you've got, maybe, maybe you want to lead a group where you're, um, you're working through the book of John and you're like, hey, I, I love Bible study and I want to, and so you can lead a small group that you're pulling people together that are already following Jesus and they want greater depth in the word of God. And so the way that we do our small groups is that it's gonna be, it's gonna be for a season. It's not join this small group and you will disciple these people for 25, 30, 40 years. Because <laughs> sometimes that doesn't work. 
Sometimes it does, but what we wanna do is we wanna say, hey, we're gonna take five months and we just, January through May, we wanna invite you, lead this small group. And it can be all these, all these different areas. And I just wanna invite you to consider leading, jumping in a small group. We're gonna have the, the uh, small group training coming up here on January uh, uh, 15th and 22nd. And then we'll launch on the 29th. But I just wanna invite you to consider that, think through that. And here's the deal. Even if it's not in a small group in this context, I wanna invite you to have a vision. Who's discipling me? Who am I discipling? Who am I in relationship with? And sharpen each other, help each other get stronger. Okay, and then I gotta go quickly here. We, I wanna invite you to really think about, about taking a step into figuring out what God's called you to do, what your calling is, the way that he wired you. And so one of the ways that we do that here is we give you the opportunity to jump in and we take spiritual gifts tests so that you can figure out, okay, you know, I, I have a passion for this. I have a gifting in this. I have a calling in this. And that there might be a way that Radiant Church is a way that could help you discover that purpose and then do something here. It might be something else. W what I care about is that you can articulate, man, this is, this is what I'm called to do. This is, this is, what, this is what caused me to come alive. I remember I had a, a guy help me with that when I was 19 years old. So I wrote a life mission statement, my life vision when I was 19. And then in my college years, it helped me know what to put time toward and what not to because I had this vision. And this is, what, this is the way that God has wired me. This is what God's called me to do. And so, man, when you've got that vision, then it's easy to say to no other things. If you don't, then it's easy to just let everybody else fill up your time and just kind of do anything. And so... At Radiant Church, man, our dream is that you would fulfill what God's called you to do. And the last one is this, and it's just right here, make a difference. I wanna invite you to ask the Lord, how can you make a difference? How can you serve people? How can you help people? How can you, how, the way that you come alive is not by being narcissistic, focused on me. That's what our culture, culture will tell you. But everybody that reads Jesus knows that true joy will come when you're helping other people, when you're serving, when you're making it, when, you're, when somebody else's life is being pointed to Jesus because of you. And that can be in lots of different ways. But I wanna invite you to pray through, God, what do you want me to do? What does it look like? As a church, we're gonna, this is, we're gonna take more risks in 2017. I kind of see one of the ways that we wanna make a difference is, I, I kind of use Jesus in Acts 1.8, where he says, you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. My hope is to kind of look at, you know, Jerusalem was a city, Judea, and then the ends of the earth. My hope is that God would use us in 2017, but we're a brand new church, in 2017, that there would be a measurable impact in Kansas City, that we would make a difference in our country. We got some dreams. I have some dreams that we would make an impact in the lives of young people across America. I just believe it. I have some dreams that in our city we would make an impact with people giving their lives to Jesus, us helping the poor in Kansas City. Uh, we got a dream as Radiant Church. We wanna make a dent in helping people all over the world come to know Jesus. We want to make an impact, a difference in our city, in the United States and around the world. And a lot of times when you think, okay, make a difference, that sounds epic, that sounds big. Well. It might be big for you to connect with what, what God's doing here. It might be big that if you'll be faithful with something that seems relatively small, but you'll be faithful with it, 
You're just building the cathedral. You're faithful. And it may help one, one other person. It might just be, I got one person and I'm gonna help make a difference in their life. You know, my hero, my wife, Renata, she's pretty much dedicated to making a difference in four. Dawson, Olivia, Adeline, Justice. She's a homeschool mom. That's hard work right there. And she's pretty dedicated and committed. So that means she doesn't have a lot of time for a lot of other things because she's dedicated on, on those four. But she's making a difference in those four. I wanna invite you, how can you give your life away? What's it look like? Man, let's come to the end of 2017 and let's stand at the end. As we finish out, we have another awesome Christmas Eve together, which by the way, was one of the favorite, my favorite nights of my life. Stand and be with you, singing songs to the Lord, Christmas time, drinking eggnog. It was awesome. I mean, life doesn't get any better than that. But I wanna to come to the end of 2017. And my prayer is that you would take a step in knowing God. At the end of 2017, you know God better than you did. At the end of 2017, your relationships are stronger than they were. And in 2017, you're calling. What God's called you to do, you've taken, you can say it, you know it, you're working on it. And that in 2017, products, commercials, recreation mean a little bit less. And the vision to take the good news of Jesus to the whole world, to serve the poor, to help others come to know him, to be his light, to be radiant, would be big. And then 2017, every individual would take steps. And then 2017, Radiant Church would take a huge step in being a light to our world. Would you bow your heads with me? Father, we, we ask that the vision that you have for our lives would be clear. I ask that you would open up our eyes, take away even just some of the blinders and help us to just see your vision for our lives. We pray that we would be fascinated with Jesus in 2017. God, we pray that we would care about what you care about in 2017. God, we ask that we even as a church would make a dent planet earth people coming to know you and god we want visions and we want we want to see disciples who see people discover what you've called them to do with their lives we want to live out live out the dreams of god the the thing that you made us for man we want to see that help us to make it an impact lord god help us to be close to you we pray for great things i pray for every man woman every young person here I pray for teenagers, Lord God, to have a vision. They write now what you've called them to do in 2017. God, I ask, Lord Jesus, that you would do something so unique. I pray even in this moment, Lord God, that you would give ideas. There'd be people that just as, just as we're waiting on you in just these few moments, that there'd be ideas that just pop into their head that are Jesus ideas.
thoughts. And Lord, help us to take just the step to follow you and whatever you call us to do. We love you. Now, just with your heads bowed and your eyes closed, I just wanna give anybody here who you're not following Jesus, you're hearing about who Jesus is today and maybe you're like, I wanna, I wanna walk with God. I want God to be my vision. I want my vision to just be, I ended up rich and famous like what America tells me I, I, or the world tells me, then I, I, wanna, I wanna end up knowing God. I wanna end up making a difference and helping other people. If that's you today, I just wanna invite you, just repeat this prayer after me. Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. And I give you my life. Come change me. Come be the Lord of my life. I don't wanna make the decisions. I don't wanna be the Lord of my life. I want you to be number one. I want you to be Lord. I choose to follow you. Save me, heal me, come be in me that I might spend forever with you. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, and I'd love to just connect with you, I wanna help you get connected to small group that is, that's coming. I want to help you have resources that you can continue this walk with Jesus. Man, this is it's the best decision you ever made. If you made that choice today, I want to invite you. There was a connect card when you came in in your bulletin. I want to invite you just to just put just check on there that you gave your life to Jesus. I invite you to stand with me. We're going to give together as part of our worship. Sean's going to come up and lead us in one more song. Radiant Church, I am so excited about this year. I am buzzing about what God's gonna do. I just feel, I, 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 think, I think when I think about us praying together, fasting together, studying the scripture every day together, giving together, reach a generation together, touch the nations together, I just, I don't think there's anything better. And so I'm just so grateful and it's just so fun. It's so fun to have a family that's committed to these things. So let's, uh, let's worship the Lord together. Let's sing. Thanks again for listening. To learn more and to join our Radiant family, check us out on social media and online at radiantchurchkc.com.